Hey, welcome back to Grounded with Brandon and Craig. I'm Brandon. I'm Craig. We are so glad that you all are with us today. It is a little different. It is about 38 minutes after service has ended on Sunday, the 20th, Father's Day. But I'm already in Monday mode. So You're in Monday mode. Yep. We're here in the stream room. Yep. And um, so we're ready to do this podcast thing. Yeah, and you know what? Happy Father's Day to you. Thank you. Happy you. Father's Day to you as well. Thank you. Um, you've got three little uh, mm-hmm. beautiful kids, and um, they keep you busy. They and keep me busy. I know that sometimes, you know, when you have kids that young, um, it can be uh, at times exasperating, tiring, yeah, yeah. Uh, headache. You just don't feel like it. But, um, you know, when um, you get down to it, you're you're very thankful and blessed, um, and you're very blessed. Yeah, Absolutely. And yeah, for sure. Blessed is, is the word. Kennedy run up to me after service was over here, after Allie had went and, excuse me, picked her up from the other side and she come at a full sprint and hit me like 15 mile an hour, just up into my arms and just buried her head onto my shoulder and gave me a big hug. And she was like, daddy. So that was, it's always good. That's all, that's always it, really that good. That surpasses nice. the, the rough times. Yeah. And the my daughter quit doing that about well, 25 years ago. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> But no, happy Father's Day and happy Father's Day to all of our mm-hmm. dads today who are listening. And um, I know that, you know, it's a big day for um, all of our dads and celebrating. And it's a time that you guys can get a little recognition and you absolutely deserve it. And happy Father's Day to uh, my son, Dustin. Mm-hmm. I know he listens and to my son-in-law, J-Mac, and also to my dad down in Florida. Happy Father's Day to to you. I know I know that you're listening and just say uh, happy Father's Day to a couple of friends of mine that are listening. I know Mike Allen's listening and hey Mike. Uh, yep, Nate Grella, happy Father's Day and my good friend out in um, Indiana, Jason. Uh, happy Father's Day. Hope you had a great day and hope it's going to be a good day. For sure. I'm going to wish my dad a happy Father's Day. I know that he'll be listening to us as well and um, just appreciate him and try to talk uh, with we we talk about every day or so being five and a half six hours away oh yeah um you know we try to catch up fairly regularly so my dad um just bought a blackstone he did we chipped in and and um kind of helped out with that for father's day and they went and picked it up the so other day so can i ask a question how how much did he actually chip in i'm not sure you don't know no could i have that same deal from you guys could you chip in if i chipped in maybe okay Go ahead with your story. Yeah, happy Father's Day. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, no, happy Father's Day to my dad. Appreciate him and the relationship that we have. Happy Father's Day to my father-in-law, Tom. And, and again, just all you guys out there. I know there are quite a few um, gentlemen. I know, like, Randy Neal listens Mm -hmm. and and Kevin Beal. And so happy Father's Day. I'm sure I'll miss somebody, so I'm not going to name everybody. But um, happy Father's Day to all of you gentlemen out there. Um, and, And when I think about Father's Day, for me, I think about God as well. And oh, just yeah. how blessed I am to have a father who loves me, um, oh, yeah. who forgives me. And we won't jump into that too much right now, right away. Right. Um, but that was the message of our – my car horn's going off. Somebody's car horn. Or is. yours or something. It's not mine. Um, not. But that was the message of our – or that was the title of our message today, forgiveness. Yeah, forgiveness, yeah. Um, so we'll jump into that here in a little bit. But and, what are you – I like the uh, uh, the video we had today prior yeah. to me getting up I thought was really good. It was For short, sure. but, man, it was right to the – point yeah exactly that was really good yeah. so you're uh we're recording today on a sunday right mm-hmm. after church and so i don't know when you all are going to listen to this monday tuesday or on onward um but uh brandon is actually uh heading out of dodge for um about a week and um so uh tell us a little bit about that what you got planned and um what yeah good, we uh um, 
we're excited. We kind of change it up. The last two years, um, we have went down to Holden Beach. And um, I know my wife, when she listens to this, we may listen on our drive to Virginia tomorrow, but she will be uh, upset because we're not going to Holden Beach this year. Um, that kind of has become, the last couple of years, has become a, a staple family trip. And so um, we definitely are going to have to plan that next year. But we're going to go down and spend some time in Virginia with my parents. And um, we're going to spend some time down there swimming in the pool and, and hanging out for a few days. They have pools in the Appalachian Mountains? In the Appalachian Mountains. Okay. Yes, my mom and okay. dad have a pool. And um, then on Thursday, we're going to... Above gonna, ground. Above ground, okay. yep. We're going to pack up and um, we're going to head up to the lake and do some camping with them. And awesome. Dad and I will get some fishing in and it's going to be a good time. That's a... That's Obviously, we'll have some s'mores too because you can't go camping without that. Obviously. Uh, you know, can I just say something about s'mores? I think they're overrated. Okay, you have not had one of my s'mores. Okay, but anyway, s'mores are overrated. They're messy. They're they're a lot of work. Um, you know, it's it's just a lot. People are like, oh, let's have s'mores, and I'm like, you know, I don't know, man. All right, well, here's the deal with that. Okay. So here's how I make a s'more. I'm ready. And um, I mean, Clint Matlack, Christy Matlack, they can attest to this. I make what what we call s'mores buns. And so, right. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> s'mores buns. Okay. So, you know, you've got buns for your hamburger. Right. Well, you know, a s'more bun is, is normally what? It's graham cracker. Right. Well, that's not how we do it. How so, do you do it? Remember those glorious uh, cookies that I used to make and bring in that you used to get mad when I did the peanut butters? The pe- you do peanut butter cookies. So we use peanut butter cookies instead of graham, graham crackers. crackers. Well, then that might be a little bit. So you use the uh, peanut butter cookies. You have the Hershey's chocolate and then the marshmallows. Mm-hmm. So you have a peanut butter cookie. Mm-hmm. You lay the chocolate. chocolate. You lay the uh, take, marshmallow. Take, from the words of of the Sandlot, you take the chocolate and then you put on the mallow, <laughs> and then you put another peanut butter, peanut butter cookie. cookie, and then you eat that. You eat it right after the angels from heaven are like, ah! they're like this light <laughs> yeah. shines down. So basically, what I'm my arteries are your arteries just right lock now. Up as, about I'm it. not even eating one, and they're hardening up on me. Yeah, no. Normally, like when I make a regular s'more, <laughs> I am a fan. Like I love peanut butter. And so I will use uh, Reese cups. Yeah, but with the with the peanut butter cookies, you can't. It's just right. too much. <laughs> yeah. That might be something good for Father's Day. It sounds like a good Father's Day S'mores, dessert, doesn't it? Right. Yeah. I actually made for the first time yesterday. I made homemade angel food cake. I sent you a picture, didn't I? Did I you, send you a picture of that? You told me you were going to make it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it turned out really well. And that so, sounds real. I like angel food cake. It's well, not on the caveman diet, but I do like it. Yeah, but the good thing is, is it doesn't. It's not. It does look fat. good. Yeah. Turned out well. Did, I have not tried it yet. Why the did batter, you bring me a piece? The batter tasted heavenly. Though, okay. So. <laughs> well, it is angels. That's right. Angels. <clears throat> That's good stuff. Um, so did you get anything for Father's Day or are you um, – what's going on there? So <laughs> Allie this morning <laughs> – Allie this morning said, hey, happy Father's Day. Your gift's in the garage. And I just chuckled. You know what she was talking about. The Blackstone. The Blackstone. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, when that's we bought that a couple months ago, that was the that was the deal. She was like, "Well, that's your Father's Day gift, and that's, birthday, and Christmas, <laughs> right. and Father's Day next year." Uh, we've done that before too. Yeah. You know, it's just what it is. What it is. The but, Blackstone though is the gift that keeps on giving. Like it's it really is. Everybody loves it. We, it really um, is. Man, we've done burgers and sm- uh, smash burgers. French toast has been the big thing lately. You did send me a picture of that. That looked With really good. Fresh strawberries on top yeah, of it. It made me want to uh, fall off the wagon off the caveman diet. And here we are again. <laughs> Back on the food. For lo- the last six minutes, we've been talking about food. So my son and my daughter-in-law and my grandkids, um, they for Father's Day, 
Oh, yeah. I told you, didn't yeah. I? They got me a year's subscription to Black Rifle Coffee, and it's the K-Cups, which I love. Right. And it's the Beyond Black oh, yeah. K-Cups. I'm like, so I get, you know, 12 of those sent a month. And, um, that was great. That was a great gift. So again, guys, I've already told him thank you, but thank you guys yeah. if you're listening. That was awesome. That really, yeah, that was great. And, um, I really enjoy that. So, um, yeah, that was, that was, that was nice. That That's was good nice. Stuff. So I feel yeah. like, I feel like I'm in the club now because I know you're in it and Corey's mm-hmm. in it and I don't know, a couple Randy's, Randy's in, in it. it and, yeah. So I feel like I'm in the club now. I feel like I belong. You, you're, you're a part of the I'm group. I'm a member. You're a member. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> We need a jacket now. <laughs> we do need a jacket, <laughs> or at least a grounded T-shirt. You know, that's right. We we we're gonna have to work on those. You know, maybe we'll reach out to Black Rifle Coffee Club and get them to sponsor us. Be like grounded, sponsored by. That would be awesome. BRCC. That would be awesome. But yeah, uh, no, that's that's good. I uh, my mom the other day I was talking to them. She was like, "Hey, your dad has requested that you bring um some Black Rifle Coffee, and he wants to try it because we're always talking about it here on right. the podcast." She's like, "He wants to try it and see if it's as good as you say it is." Yeah. What's the one that you said you didn't like that well? I can't remember. It's the uh, Space Bear was kind of citrusy. It, it was okay. I have not tried that, but Randy. Um, Randy, I know you're listening. Um, he gave us a sample of that. We haven't used that yet, but, um, we need, we need to do that, but that's still sitting in our cabinet. So yeah, I'm we, right, right now I'm drinking gunship. So last, a couple weeks ago, we talked about how I was like running out, like, and, yeah. and it was to the point like I was starting to shake and, yeah. and scratch. And I went in his office. He was in the fetal position, sucking his thumb. Yeah. I'm like, what's going on? He was like, down to my last coffee bean. Right. Exactly. No, 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 yeah. So I ordered the extra and it didn't get here in time. So we were at Cabela's and I picked that up. So now I've got extras, but right now I'm drinking gunship. I'm going to take in, I ordered a, um, a bag of, um, a bag of calf and that's already okay. pre-ground. Normally I get mine whole beans. I think Anita likes that one really calf, well, the calf. Yeah, yeah. I've heard it's really good. So I'm looking forward yeah. to, I think she likes that one. That, yeah. So. Yeah. Good stuff, man. So you doing anything special for Father's well, Day? Well, you know, when this is over today, uh, we're going, I'm going to go home and change and, um, we're going to hoof it on down to, uh, Dublin and I'm going to, um, Longhorn. Yes. And guess what I'm getting? The outlaw. I'm getting I mean, the that's not even a question. No question at all. I mean, I hope there's one sitting with my name on it because we're going to get there. You know, I'm guessing we'll get there about two or two thirty or a little, cool. a little later. Oh, so. hopefully that'll be good. It's still probably going to be packed. Oh. But I will say this: if there is a place to eat a steak, it's if if I'm not cooking it, it's got to be Longhorn for a, an affordable steak. Yes. You can't beat it. You yeah. can't beat it. Now there is a place down in Townsend, Tennessee, mm. called the. Um, oh, my mind just went blank. Um, I can't remember the name of the you place. Quite often, uh, it? it is happening to me often. <laughs> um, but anyway, they have a ribeye down there that is just uh, out of this world. It's it's really the best steak I've Rib ever had. Too. Yeah, but the outlaw, yep, it's one of the best steaks I've ever had. Mm-hmm. I would rank that number three. I would say the one down in Townsend is number one. You're a number two. Oh wow! And I beat the outlaw. You out. beat the outlaw. Wow. So. I'm actually hinting to be invited back over again. We will do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, Mosier's is is where it's at. We we get our meat from Mosier's. This guy sends me 115 pounds a picture <laughs> of T-bone steak and said, "What do you think?" <laughs> yeah, so we're uh, we're gonna get together here in a little bit and um, go over to my my in-laws house. They've got a green egg, and I told uh, my father-in-law I said, "If if you get the if you get the grill going, I'll I'll grill." 
A green egg. A green egg. It's a it's a charcoal grill oh, smoker. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. super versatile. I just my mind went to green eggs and ham and yeah. Negative. Anyway, yeah, yeah. No. So I'm gonna be grilling. We picked up eight T bones mm. from Mosier's the other day. And it was yeah, it's gonna be Happy Father's Day. Yeah, for sure. You won't be able to move until, you know, later on this evening. But, right. Yeah. Exactly. But hey, um, between so, that and the angel food cake. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so happy Father's Day and I hope you have a great week ahead of you and I hope you guys have safe travels and, um, guys have, have, a, have a wonderful vacation. You definitely, uh, deserve it. Thank and, you. Um, yeah, so happy Father's Day to you as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and enjoy that outlaw. Oh, I'm going to. It's going to be good. Every bite I'll think Brandon would love it. Well, probably not, but. No, I would. Um, but we had an exciting morning at church, uh, first service, um, yeah. had a baptism and, uh, we all, in both services, we honored our, uh, graduates and I thought that was really smooth. It I was good. That was really smooth. It was good. Clint did an awesome job with, yes, he um, did. you know, honoring them. It wasn't so, what, what do you call it? Sometimes it gets so jammed up when you have them come up and all that, but he had the pictures yeah. and total description. Christy gave, handed, handed them their gifts yeah. where they were and everyone clapped. I thought that was really good. I thought good. that was really good. I thought that was done very well. And then wasn't an exciting, um, just, and we knew this was coming, yep. but Bella Penry was, uh, baptized, um, in the first service and, um, she is going to be a senior, uh, this coming, um, year. And it's just really cool when, um, you see young people make a decision yes. like that. Yeah. Yeah. And she, that's exciting. She was excited and she wanted to do it on Father's Day. She did. Kind of as a gift to her dad. Yeah. She did. Um, she so wanted to do was, that. That was cool. Uh, here was the funniest thing. She's a, you know, she's a lifeguard. Yes. And, um, so I asked her, I said, are you nervous? She's like, well, yeah, I'm nervous and all that. So we got into the water and the first, and I think the water is low in there. Is it me or is it low? It like was mid thigh on me. So it's pretty low. So it'd probably be around my neck. Chest high for you. <laughs> yeah. But. So we get in there and, um, you know, we, we, I kind of went through the, with her in the back room and Christy Matlack was with us. And, um, so we get there and so I told her, you know, kind of bend at your knees and we'll take you down and lay you back and then you just pop right back up. Right. I don't know what happened. She but didn't pop right back she up. She didn't pop right back up. And of course I had my sleeves rolled up and when she didn't pop up, it fell down. So my entire you, sleeve right. was like, soaked <laughs> see i thought maybe from my perspective i didn't know if you had like orders from her dad or something to Older hold her down. under just a little longer Older what? Down. she but, needs it yeah. yeah um i actually had somebody after the uh, first service today come up to me and they said you probably should be baptized again after the story about you fucking the seventh grade <laughs> yeah tell me tell me about that <laughs> That was me. I took, I leaned over to somebody that was there near me. I said, that was my freshman year of college. Oh my gosh. That was just, sometimes I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> right. Well, not only, you know, did you, if, if, for those of you listening, if you didn't watch or you weren't here or didn't watch the sermon online, um, not only did you flunk the seventh grade, but every time you got a report, report card, card, you, um, changed it, you changed it. <laughs> right. And then you threw your last one away like, you know, your parents wouldn't be looking for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, they were looking for it. Uh, for sure. I paid the penalty. You, you were sure. talking about that. You were talking about, um, you know, how you took and you changed your grade. And there was um, a young lady sitting near us. And she was like, huh? How did he do that? You know, because everything today's digitally. Oh, you yeah, know, they, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they print them all. Yeah, all the young people are like, what's he talking what, what about? He, how Change did he do grade. that? This is ancient. Right. Like, this guy is old. Oh yeah, no my my daughter has things has a saying for that like if we talk about something that that happened back when we were younger or something she's like, "Oh, was that in the olden days?" Oh jeez. 
Yes, Jordan. It was in the olden <laughs> days. Thank you. But oh, it was a good day. I thought the worship was good. I love mm. the uh, loved how the songs and everything just kind of rolled yeah. with the uh, the theme of the day. And yep. um, even the even the Father's Day video, I thought yeah, it was, was just good. fabulous, yep. fitting in with just the theme of the day. Yeah. And, it was just really, it was a good day. And I mean, um, you know, when you talk about forgiveness and, um, you know, we, we love to receive forgiveness. We love to be on the receiving end. God forgives me of my sins. Yeah. Jesus died for my sins. And we boast about Everything's that. all right. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, you know, this person forgave me and, you know, they, that we get to start all over again. But when, when that shoe is on the other mm-hmm. foot and you start to think about, I need to forgive somebody. Yep. Somebody harmed me. Somebody wronged me. And it's funny because, you know, I asked a question today in the service. I'm like, how many people have had somebody wrong them before and hurt them? Pretty much. I mean, 100% of everybody's hands that I saw shot up. Or they're lying. Or they're lying. But you know, you know, it's true. Yeah. And it could be as, as little as something that somebody said. It could be something that, you know, a spouse has has done or a child has done, you know, kind of like, you know, like, me flunking the seventh grade. I mean, that, that was a, um, that was actually a blight against, you know, my parents. I literally lied to them right. for a year and pulled that off. So, um, but you know, you, you start thinking about forgiveness and, um, when you have to hand forgiveness over, my goodness, it's, it's a little more difficult. It gets dicey because yeah. it's difficult. I think I stated, um, I think I did it in both services that I have had to learn a lot about forgiveness over the last year. Right. Uh, just because I have received so many hard, um, you know, emails, Criticism. letters, criticisms, yeah. people bashed me on social media. And I'll be honest with you, if it was 20 or 25 years ago, I, I that would have gotten right. to me to a right. point where I would have been eaten up with forgiveness. I would have been angry. And I can't tell you, I haven't been angry right. because I am. Yeah, I, right. I do. But immediately God has taught me so much about forgiveness. And I was really struggling probably about five, six, seven months ago with this. And I was driving down the road and I was actually coming out of Delaware. And um, no lie, it's almost like I was hearing the voice of God say, you know how much I love you. You know mm-hmm. how much I have forgiven you. Because I was really struggling with a couple, a couple of people. And, um, um, it, when that hit me like that, it, it, it kind of turned me uh, a little bit. So you've kind of noticed over the last six or seven months, I have lit- I think yeah. I've talked four times on forgiveness. Right. And I know if I'm having a hard time, other people are having a hard time. So that's why I've done it. Cause I think we hear so much about forgiveness. We forget. We right. forget this is right. what we are to yeah. do. So, um, but the scriptures I, you know, that we use today, um, especially in Matthew 6, yep. um, verses 14 and 15, um, wh- when Jesus says, For if you forgive men of their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Right. And that is, man, that is brutal. Yeah. That's hard. That is really hard. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you read uh, Matthew six twelve. You know, that's in the Lord's Prayer. And right. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Exactly. You know, you talked about how you, you know, you had to, you sinned against your parents. Yep. By hiding your report card and, right. and changing the grades on it. But essentially, you also sinned against God as well. Exactly. And so kudos to your parents who did forgive you. Right. You right. know, that's, that's what, you know, God, God forgives, but we also. I guess they forgave me. You guess. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, at this point, yeah. It's, <laughs> right. Here you are. Here I am. Um, but you know, you, you're right about that because, um, you know, you, you do have to realize that that is a sin against God. Mm-hmm. And, um, that, that's a blight. It's a big blight. 
yeah. yeah. You'll notice I went New King James Version. I did notice that. And I did that for a reason. Um, I really like the way it was worded in the New King James. I felt like the, the, that the message, uh, it was right to the point. And that's why, right. that's why we went with that today. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and I think just the, the reminder of that when we, when we fail to offer forgiveness to someone, and it's like you said toward the end, sometimes you have to offer forgiveness without someone asking for it. Exactly. And, and that's more of a, a heart issue for you. But when exactly. we fail to offer forgiveness, then that directly affects our relationship with Jesus. It 100%. You read um, in, in Matthew chapter 5, 23 and 24, Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar, and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar, and go your way. First be reconciled to your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Yeah. And so, you know, we, and, until we are at a point where we have offered that forgiveness, right. we can't... It affects our worship. Oh, one hundred percent. And uh, you, you know, think about think about those two verses there. Mm-hmm. As, as you read those, um, those have so much punch to them. Right. I mean, it, you know, it's like if you bring a gift to the altar. Basically, I'm coming to worship you. So if I come to worship, I'm bringing what I have inside my mm-hmm. heart. Right. So I'm bringing that to God, and it's anything my my ties, my offerings, my communion, my yep. praise, my worship, my my prayers, whatever. Yep. And he literally tells me to go, leave, leave it, leave it, just walk away. And then you need to go be made be reconciled, make yeah. it right, make yeah. it right. And, um, man, that is tough. That is tough to yeah. do. Yep. Uh, that's the, the, that's where I think for you and I as Christians or anybody else, um, who is either here today or online listening or who's going to listen on, on this podcast is that, man, that is, that's for me. Right. That's not like, oh, okay, that's good for Brandon and these people right. over here. You know, he's telling me, Craig, therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar, this is like Jesus talking yeah. directly to me. If you read it like that, my mm-hmm. goodness, it's convicted. It yeah. convicts me. Right. Makes me, uh. Um, I think that's important and, and just, um, just not really directed to this, but just in reading the Bible. Right, right. You know, of reading those, those passages like that, like it is talking mm-hmm. specifically, hey, Craig, leave your gift. Yeah. Go be reconciled, yeah. and then come back and worship me. Right. Once, once your heart is pure, once your heart right. is right, and so I think that's important for us to, as we're reading the Bible, um, mm-hmm. just to make it personal, mm-hmm. because the truth is, is that we have a personal relationship with God, one hundred percent. And don't you love Peter? I mean, don't yes. you love Peter? I love. Peter. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's a couple Bible characters that I can relate to. Yes, I can relate to Jonah because I have, sometimes have Jonah's yep. attitude. Yep. I can relate to Moses. Oh, because man. sometimes I have Moses' attitude where I just get angry with yeah. the people and I want to smash some just tablets. Smash the tablets. Or bust a rock. Um, I also can relate to David. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also relate to Peter. Yeah. Where sometimes I do speak instead of thinking. Right. And not so much as I used to. Now I pretty much calculated. Oh, but I wonder how old Peter was. <laughs> you know, that's a good question. I wonder if that had something to do with it. Yeah, I wonder. But, here is him and Jesus, and it's a fabulous story if you think about it, because um, Jesus and him, and I, th- I think it's Matthew 18, verse 21, Peter comes up to Jesus and says, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times. Yeah. And so Peter's working this out in his mind, and I love this, because I really legitimately, when I read this, think Peter's working this out. Like, 
I can't go more than seven times. Yeah. This just seems he's, to be the cup's full. Right. And he's putting a condition on it. It's conditional exactly. for him. Exactly. And then Jesus being Jesus is just, he's absolutely incredible. Jesus says, I do not say to you up to seven times, this is Matthew eighteen twenty two, but up to 70 times seven. I love it. Yeah. And um, and today I just didn't want people to get hung up on a quota or a number four hundred ninety mm-hmm. times. Got to go four hundred ninety. It's basically forgiveness is there's no there's no number right. It the sky's the limit. As a follower of Jesus Christ, the sky is the limit when it comes to forgiving people. Right. So let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, here it comes. Mm-hmm. Do you struggle with forgiveness? These are the moments where I wish that we were scripted. <laughs> exactly. You're like, <laughs> I wish we could stop it. <laughs> Do you struggle with forgiveness? And do you struggle with forgiveness now? Unconditionally. Do you struggle with somebody? It's just you and me sitting here, so let's act like nobody's listening. Right. Do you struggle forgiving somebody now that, you know, has been a repeat offender? I struggle with forgiveness, yes. Yeah, there are times, even now, I think that like you, um, I, I hope I'm learning what forgiveness truly looks like mm-hmm. the older I get. Mm-hmm. Um, because I would say even just in the last couple years, three, four, five years, I've turned a, I've turned the corner mm-hmm. on this aspect of my life where, it, you know, I used to, because this is how we work, you know, you talked about, and we'll get to that here in a little bit mm-hmm. about how God cast our sin as far as the, he forgets. Right. We, forgive but then we still remember and Mm -hmm. that's where that conditional aspect of it comes in where we try to hold it against well i forgave them i forgave them and so yeah there are times where i struggle right to forgive people especially like you said those repeat offenders now with that being said i think it's important for us to point out we're called to forgive but that doesn't mean we just enable someone to continue to be a repeat offender right we have to to help them in our forgiveness of them. Right. We have to sometimes it takes having the tough conversations of, hey, let's get to the heart of this. Right. Do I forgive you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do I love you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Am I hurt? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, we have to understand that right. our our actions have consequences. Oh. And so, you know, to have that conversation with someone of uh, how let's move past this. How can we not go down this road again? I forgive you, but let's work through this. Mm-hmm. Let's join together. And how do you know you forgive somebody? I mean, really, I mean, how, how, how do you get to that point where you're like, I forgive them because let, let's say you do have a, a repeat offender, mm-hmm. somebody who, y- y- you know, they're a repeat offender and right. they harmed you here or they harm you there. They do the same thing again and all that. Does it, is it harder um, to continue to forgive when it's like that? Um, Absolutely, or, yeah. Because for me, here's what happens: it just gets in my craw, right? They just get in my craw. So, like, if I see them coming, or um, you know, it's like if somebody constantly has nothing good to say about anything at church, and um, you know, sometimes I'll, somebody will come up to me in the hallway. They're probably probably somebody's listening, thinking he's talking <laughs> about me. Um, but uh, sometimes I just dread. Certain people coming up to me. I'm just gonna be honest. I've I'm been just, there. I'm just yep. gonna be honest. Yep. And um, and so a lot of times, and, and it's frustrating. Not them. I'm frustrating myself. 
Does that make right. sense? Yeah. Why am I feeling like that? Have I truly forgiven them that I'm dreading that that person's coming up again? Have I truly let that go? Right. And so sometimes it forces me to, um, you know, take a, a look at what's inside my heart because, yeah. you know, if you look at that, it's like Jesus wants us to forgive from our heart. Right. It's not like, I'm doing the Christian thing, so I'm going to say that I forgive you right. when I didn't really forgive you. No, Jesus Joel knows. Talk to my wife about it. Exactly, and um, I've been there. I ought to, yeah. I, I mean, I if we're going to be transparent, I've been there where it's like, yeah, I was I, there last I, night. Right. Real, I'm being honest. Yeah. I was there last night, and yeah. um, you know, then I went and taking a shower, and I was like, Ugh, yeah, what what am I doing? What and am I, think, I doing? I think that for me is you you hit on it. It's a condition of your heart, right? And what I've realized over the past few years. Is that no matter what takes place, I cannot control the other person. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I have to come to God and, and I have to purify Absolutely. my heart. We talked about that, I think, last week, that idea mm-hmm. of purification. Yep. You know, I have to purify, allow God to purify my heart. Right. And that means, again, like you said, even if the person doesn't come to me and ask for forgiveness, I still have to give it to them. Right. Because – that directly, if if I'm holding resentment, if I'm holding frustration, if I'm holding bitterness in my heart because of something that someone has done to me, maybe they don't even know that they did it. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they come up to me and say something in the hallway, mm-hmm. and they make a comment, mm-hmm. and they really are just they don't they don't realize right. what they're doing. I have to come before God and say, you know what. But isn't it funny though that some people just have a knack of always saying the wrong thing, the wrong thing at the wrong always time. Always on these the wrong. Yeah. You see them, you're like, you when they come up, you're like, you automatically know they're going to say we the go. wrong thing. Yep. Yeah. It's on. Yep. It's right. on. But I think that the, you know it. It all comes back to the condition of my heart. Right. Right. And and if if I've got the bitterness, if I've got mm-hmm. the anger, if I've got the whatever, then that affects my relationship. Right. With Jesus. Exactly. And that's really where the rubber meets the road. Mm-hmm. We're <laughs> pointing ahead to our to our next sermon, sermon series, series in, the in the fall. The rubber meets um, the road, right? You know, but that's it. Really, is where the rubber meets the road. It is. It. It is. If I re- and, and it's all connected. Mm-hmm. If our relationship with God mm-hmm. is off, mm-hmm. then our relationship with people are off. Mm-hmm. If our relationship with people and our forgiveness of them mm-hmm. is off, then it's going to affect my relationship with God. Exactly. It's all connected. You can't separate it. Oh, exactly. 100%. And, and you've got to be able to, you know, to do what God has called you to do. Now, I love that Jesus broke it down and started to tell this story. Yep. The story is absolutely phenomenal mm-hmm. where a, um, a master, his servant came up to him and he owes 10,000 talents. And whether it's what, $7.8 million or it's $10 million, I've heard from yeah. that. It's still a ton of money. And so he absolutely cannot repay this. Like I think I told everybody today that if the guy lived 190 years, it would take him 190, 190 years, years with yeah. every dime he made to give to him to pay that back. Yep. And there's no money for anything else. And, uh, but this, the, the servant begs for forgiveness and Jesus or the master's like, okay, he has compassion. Yeah. I forgive you. I release you clean. of yeah. your debt. And, um, and so he does that. So the, I love it in eight, Matthew eighteen twenty seven. It says, "Then the master of that servant was moved with compassion." Yeah, and I hear that, and I think, "Oh man, it must have struck his heart chord." Mm-hmm. He released him, and he forgave him of the debt. Yep. I mean, you think about that. That's that's huge to yeah. be forgiven of that. And then so that same servant that was just forgiven 
goes out, finds another guy who owes him money, which is the equivalency of today's yeah. money, 25 40 yeah. 50 dollars, and grabs him by the throat, yells at him, throws him into prison because he can't pay his literally no compassion yeah. on him. And so when the master hears about that, what's he do? He goes back and he, he nails him. He and holds um, him to the fire. And I love it because it says, um, you know, and the master was angry, and he delivered him to his torturers until he should pay all that was due to him. And he's just not throwing him into prison, but he's throwing – if you don't realize, there was a thing called debtor's prison, and I didn't expand on that today right. because of time. But back in that day, there was a debtor's prison, and once you were in there, you were in there, you were in there. until you could pay it off. Which is pretty much never. Right. Because once you got tossed, there's no chance of you getting the money unless somebody had compassion and given it to you. So, right. And so then I think I said, so here's Jesus' application, mm-hmm. and, and I love this, Matthew eighteen thirty five. That's what my heavenly Father will do to you if you refuse to forgive your brothers and sisters. What's he say? From your, your heart. heart. Yeah. And there it is. Boom. And that's tough. Yeah. Because I'm... I'm trying to go through my mind and think about, am I, have I really forgiven from right. my heart? Am I, God, are you going to have compassion? Have I'm on only me. human. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying. You know, it's like, what about Bob? I'm baby stepping. Right. I'm baby stepping. Exactly. You know? <laughs> this, this story that Jesus tells to Peter here, um, it reminds me of what we talked about last week is almost like Nathan telling the story to David. Yes. Of saying, well, you're the guy. Yes. And that's what, that's what Jesus is saying. He's like, hey, you know, yep. that's what my father is going to do if you don't forgive others. Exactly. And, and so this is, again, where we have to read this and apply it to our lives. You know, Brandon, that's what my heavenly father will do to you if you refuse to forgive your brothers and sisters from your heart. Yeah. You know, and that's what you we have to make it mm-hmm. personal. Oh, um, it's got to be true. Yeah. It, because what's uh, I can't remember the passage, uh, you know. What come? What's out of your heart? Your mouth will speak. Exactly. Uh, out of the overflow of your heart, the mouth speaks. Exactly. And then, and I mean everything. It's like here's the thing: God doesn't want anything from us except what my heart. Mm-hmm. That's all He wants. Yep. He doesn't want if my heart's not in it. He doesn't want. He if doesn't, I, I could be like yep. Billy Graham and all these big time ministers, you could be like Hillsong Worship or mm-hmm. whatever you want to be passion. like. I'll be passionate. Okay, there you go. And you could be like, but if you're, if that's not your heart, right? It doesn't matter. You you could sing until God returns mm-hmm. for a thousand years. Yep. If it's not from your heart, it means nothing exactly. to God. Exactly. Exactly. And so God wants my heart. So mm-hmm. if I say, okay, I'm going to forgive you, Brandon, but I don't really forgive right. you. There's nothing there, and God knows that. He knows it. So God wants my heart. So yep. God, what God's always wanted from the very beginning was my heart, was your heart, right. and all of our hearts. And if our hearts aren't there, then, man, we've got some issues to deal with. And I, right. and I think that's the thing that a lot of people struggle with today. Yep. They, they forget that God wants my heart. Right. That's it. And so that's all there is. Right. That's all I got to give yep. him. Mm-hmm. And so from my heart comes everything else. Yeah. It's my life. Exactly. I love that you already kind of alluded to this verse um, that we did. Uh, it was Micah seven nineteen. He will have compassion on us and will subdue our iniquities. You'll cast our sins into the depths of the sea. Yeah, basically covered forever. And then I think you actually quoted this one already. Uh, Psalm one hundred three verse yeah. twelve. Um, as far as the east is from the west, he has removed our transgressions right. from us. That is really yeah. A, it's tough to comprehend that God forgets what I've done. Have we talked about that in here, that one in the podcast? Maybe. I can't remember. I've, I've 
I love the imagery of that. Um, I like casting crown songs, East to West. Okay. Um, and they talk about that. Jesus, you know, just how far the East is from the West. Right. And he says from one scarred hand to the other. Oh, wow. But I love the imagery in that verse of if we, if we had a globe right here in between us, and we just imagined that there was a bridge okay. running north to south all the way around that globe, right? Mm-hmm. And say, okay, I'm too lazy to walk that because that's a lot of miles. Say we got in a car <laughs> and we drove and we started right here in Richwood, Ohio, and we started driving due north. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I mean, are we going to continue to go north? Mm. No, we're going to mm-hmm. eventually get to the North Pole and begin to go south. south. And then once we hit the southern portion we're gonna go and if we just continue to go the same direction we're gonna always continue to we change should try that some north south north south however you had a bridge that went all the way around east and west horizontally and get in a vehicle and start driving and if you go the same direction you're always going to be going east right mm-hmm. if you turned around and you kept on going as, I mean, just imagine you had unlimited fuel. Gas was two cents a gallon. Wow. I'm voting for you for president yes. next time around. You're Brandon, the man. Brandon Chenault, 2024. <laughs> um, but if you turn around and you go west, as long as you continue to go straight west, you're going to be what? Going west mm-hmm. the entire time. Mm-hmm. And that is what I love about the imagery. He cast your sins as far as the east is from the west. Yep. You can't go east and continue to go east and eventually be going west. Mm-hmm. You can't go west and continue to go west and eventually be going east. That's how far they're separated. Right. And so that is God. God takes our sin and he forgets them. That's awesome, isn't it? And, and we've talked about how God forgets them, but we don't. Right, right. And and that is a good thing because you talked about that last week where we – Exactly. We need that reminder of, we hey, do need that reminder. you don't want to do that again, right. Brandon. Don't be, don't be dumb. I can't, right. you said the S word today in your service, and I thought my kids were going to speak up first service and be like, that's a bad word. You what said word? stupid. Oh, did I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a bad word, Craig. <laughs> um, but you know, that's, that our sins do remind us of that. And so. Exactly. It's just, yeah, I love that, that verse there. Well, I, um, I, I love the, um, you know, the verse that also too, we read in first John one nine, mm-hmm. you know, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Again, yeah. that, that has to deal with our hearts. Yep. And, um, today I, I kind of broke down and I, that's where I led into the, me flunking the seventh grade yep. was a uh, judicial forgiveness of what that is and relational forgiveness. And, um, I think that's a really important point to, you know, to remember that, you know, judicial forgiveness Mm -hmm. for us as a Christian is that, um, you know, when we became a Christian and we confessed Christ and we were baptized, that's what happened to us. And, uh, we were forgiven and fully forgiven by God. And so now, you know, we're viewed by God as whole and clean and we're pure and we're, we're all these things before God. And so I think what I said today is that what God has done when he looks at our, the pages of our sins is he just takes that big stamp out and it says paid in full and it's stamped with the blood of Jesus Christ. Yep. And that is judicial forgiveness. And I think I, I said if you don't forgive one more person for the rest of your life, that that's still Yeah, you still have the forgiveness. Dance. Yeah. Uh, the other one is relational forgiveness, where we get messed up relationally with God, which brings us back to the point of if you have a problem with your brother or sister, leave your gift at the altar or to stop worshiping and go make that right before 
God. Right. And so we get messed up relationally. And that was the whole story behind me flunking the seventh grade that right. I, I think I said, um, was I still my parents' son? Yes. Yeah. Was our relationship messed up? It was. It was messed up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, where it's been so long ago, yeah. like 40 some odd years ago, I can't remember how bad it was, but I do remember it being dicey. Definitely friction. T- and, there was some and trust issues. And trust and, issue. And, I, and then you know how you feel when you're, you, you know what you do when you're, when you know things aren't right. You feel it's weird. guilt. Yeah. Guilt. Yeah. And I felt a little bit of that. For sure. So, and I knew things weren't, were not right. It's all good until you get caught. It was all great. It was all fun and games until they actually went into the school and got that report card. You had to go to summer school. And And so that was the point of the story. I wanted people to realize um, there's judicial and there's relational forgiveness. And that was the point of that story. So where I'm saying that Jesus is basically saying you've got to come clean on your report card that you've hidden. And you've got to get that out. It's got to be made Put down in front of me and let's get this thing to where it needs to be. Yeah. And so that's, and I, and I feel like as a Christian, or should I say as the Christian community, I think sometimes we, we don't do that. Right. We don't come clean on those report cards. Yeah. We don't come clean. We don't want to come clean because yep. if we do that exposes, it, it, I got to work on something. Right. Let me just tell you straight up. I'm constantly working mm-hmm. on things. Absolutely. If people think that I've got it together, mm-hmm. they're wrong. They'd be yeah. sorely mistaken. Because I don't. Right. Uh, kind of, like I said, you know, I've had to work on forgiveness over the last six, eight, ten months. And yep. A lot. Yeah. It's taken a lot. I didn't, I don't know if I forgot about it. I don't know if I just thought I had it. Right. But it really cropped back up again. Yeah. I'm and, sorry. Uh, you're, it's okay. I forgave you about three months ago. Okay, good. Thanks. <laughs> you know, that leads me in, though. You to, bring me to a stake at the Blackstone. You're forgiven for everything. We'll have to arrange <laughs> okay, that yeah. again. It's like it's like we talked last week about the atonement of sin, the, the sacrifices. I'm atoning for that by just <laughs> yeah. having you over every few weeks. Exactly. Now, you mentioned that Tony Evans quote. That was good. And he said, what's wrong with us? Have we forgotten? There is not anything that anyone could ever do to us that would be a greater offense, that would be a greater offensive than what we have already done towards God. Remember, he just forgave it all. It's a good quote. How good is that? It's really good. Yeah. I mean, I think he's just trying to tell you it's time to let this thing down. Mm-hmm. It's time for you to grow up. Yeah. And basically, isn't that what we're talking about when it comes to the heart issues I, of forgiveness? Yeah. It, it, it's basically, I hear God telling through this story and through this passage, you know what, Christians grow up. Yeah. It is time for you to put on big boy pants, big girl pants, and it is time for you to grow up and mature yep. and do what I've told you to do. Cause if you hold on to unforgiveness, you're just being a baby. Yep. You're just being a baby. I preached a sermon called Grow Up there. It's been probably four, five months ago, six months ago, something like that. <laughs> did you grow, did you do Grow Up, Shut Up, Stop It, Stop with It with that or something like that? Yeah. I don't know about Shut Up, <laughs> okay. but it was something like that. That's your next one. Shut Up. Shut Up. <laughs> shut Up. Um, no, absolutely. And, and I think that, um, you know, just for us of just remembering what God has brought us through. Yeah. You know, and just that reminder of yeah. as we forgive, you know, so will we be forgiven. Yeah. Um, you never that's, know that's what real. Yeah. You never know what people are going to lean on to. But I, I was told twice after the first service today that um, I made a statement, I think, toward the end twice. And I had everybody standing and I made the statement again. Uh, but I, I said, when you forgive, you set a prisoner free. Yeah. You. 
yep. had two different people, two different times after the first service come up and say, when you said that, that hit me really mm-hmm. hard and it's got me thinking. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I think that is true. You're, you know, I, basically when you start to forgive that you are following God. Yeah. You are being obedient to what God has called us to do. Right. And I love that the fact that in the Lord's prayer where he says, forgive us our debts as we forgive, you know, our debtors. Yeah. And then, you know, I think I said Jesus went on to explain that later on, a couple verses on down in two other verses of what he actually meant. Right. And so, um, it's very important to, you know, we, we always think we're good at forgiveness, but I will say that probably, I bet a lot of Christians struggle with forgiveness because think about it. I mean, we've all been wronged. Spouses, kids, yep. parents, church people, work people, um, other issues in our life. I mean, all of us could claim and cry foul. We've had a rough time right. at, at some time in our life, but yet God's saying, forgive. Yeah. Remember what I've forgiven you. Remember. Of. And that's Remember. what I, I wrote this down. I um, pulled out my phone. And so if, if I were going to do a sermon, I would have a picture of you up there because this was from, from the message today. You oh, said Christ. our forgiveness of others is conditioned in God forgiving us. Yeah. It is. And, and that again, you know, just kind of everything we've been talking about for the last eight, 10 minutes right now, mm-hmm. it all centers around this one word of maturity. It does. And, and as we continue to walk in step with the spirit, as we continue to read, um, God's truth, we should be maturing. We should be. And as we mature, not that we're going to, we're going to get it right all the time. Mm-hmm. Not that it's going to be easy to forgive mm-hmm. all the time, but I think it becomes easier mm-hmm. because we're reminded that condition of, right. of God's love for us right. of man. Think about all of the things that God mm-hmm. has brought me through. Think about all the things that God has forgiven me of. Oh yeah. You know, this is one thing that this person's done to me. Mm. Just, I've got to, I've got to turn that over. I've got to forgive him. You, you know, I don't know if you're like this or anybody listening is like this, nope. but, um, <laughs> when I hear a passage like this and I hear this familiar story that Jesus tells about the master and the servant and the servant and his, the other servant, and I hear Peter's question, I don't know about everybody else, but it, it really puts a spotlight on my heart. Right. To show me how immature I really am. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I hate that, but I love it. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like God is shining a light on my heart saying, Craig, I love you, buddy. Yeah. I, I love you like you, like you have no idea, but you gotta get this right. Yep. And, and I see God, I see God's Holy Spirit uh, encouraging me, convicting me in that way, prodding me down right, that way. Right. Um, because I, I am working on forgiving. Yep. I, I do work on that. And it's really, really hard. Uh, somebody came up to me after one of the services and I can't remember which one and said, you know, I think one of the worst things I have a problem with forgiving is a person who doesn't acknowledge that they've wronged me. For sure. And they have no idea, or yeah. at least they don't act like they have an idea. Right. How do I deal with that? And I said, you just, we just heard the whole story. Yeah. Here's what, God, here's what Jesus says again. Yep. They're like, yeah, I know, mm-hmm. but it is so difficult. Yeah. And so I asked him, I was like, do you want them to know that, that they have hurt you? And the person said, yeah, I really would like them to know how bad I've hurt. And I said, and once that happened, 
do you think you would get satisfaction because you're not going to probably get the response that you right. actually want? Right. So here's why God, here's why Jesus is saying, you need to forgive like my father has mm-hmm. forgiven you. God's saying, you need to forgive like I have forgiven because you're not going to find satisfaction in any manly thing or any uh, thing that the world is going to throw your way or even if whatever response you get, the only way you're going to do this is if you just forgive right. and trust me that you're forgiven. Yep. So it it really does convict me. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. And it you know it is. It's just it is about maturity and and just growing in that and mm-hmm. and sometimes it's it's tough to you know to forgive somebody even if they don't acknowledge that or they don't Exactly. realize or like you said want to acknowledge it. Oh yeah. Um 100%. But it is about us, you know, maturing in our relationship with with God. And, and when you think about maturing and growing, it's hard, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yeah. yeah, and and just hearing you talk about that where you said, you know, you hear God saying to you, hey, buddy, you know, I just want a day like today, Father's Day. Right. You know, I, right. I don't get it right all the time with my kids, but there are times where I have to have a conversation with them. And mm-hmm. I'll, I'm thinking about my son, and I'll sit down with him and be like, hey, buddy, what you know, what were you thinking? Right. Why did you do that? You know, and sometimes you... You have to have that conversation, but that's a great thing about God's word yep. is it's alive and active. Yep. And there are times where God's like, Hey buddy, yep. you know, you, you, it's, yeah, God's not always time. out to put his boot on right. up your hindquarters, right? right? He, he's sometimes what, he has to, sometimes oh he my has goodness. to, yeah. but it's like, it's like, it's like you just said, that was a great analogy of, of with you and Christian. I mean, you pull him aside, you put your arm around him. Mm-hmm. Hey buddy, I, 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 we need yeah. to get past this. I let, what do I have to do? Yeah. And that's sometimes, well, actually, to be honest, that's the way I see God. Yeah, exactly. I see God even when I feel, fall flat on my face right. and I seem like, oh man, yeah. that's not what I wanted for you. Yeah. And there are times when I'm like, he's, 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 he's putting the kibosh yeah, down on exactly. me. Exactly. He's, he's And that's why me. I think, you know, I, I think we get it backwards too. Now that we're talking about Father's Day and, right. and everything, God is our Father. Um, Father's Day is difficult. For some people, mm-hmm. because their father um, maybe wasn't the best right. father, and and I think for some people it's it's difficult to view God as a father mm-hmm. because they view God the way that they view their earthly father. Right, but that's backwards. Mm-hmm. You see, we as fathers should model our fatherhood based off of God's love mm-hmm. for us and God being a father right. to us. And so often we get that backwards where it's like, well, my dad was like this, so that has to be how Mm -hmm. God is. Wrong. Mm -hmm. No, let's flip it around. Your dad is is a human and and he's flawed. I'm flawed. You're flawed. There are times where we just don't get it right. Right. You've talked about that, how there there have been times even recently where you go back to to Dustin and Danae and you're like, man, I am sorry about the way I responded when you were 12 and you did this. And they're like, Dad, that was you know, right. hundred years ago, right? right? Yeah, we're flawed. We, exactly. We're gonna make mistakes, but as Christ followers, we have to look at God and be mm-hmm. like, "Okay, well, yeah, that is the perfect image of a mm-hmm. father." Exactly. That's, that's my model. Exactly. That's my model. Not vice versa. Mm-hmm. I can't put my attributes, or somebody can't put the attributes of their dad on God and say, "Well, he has to be like that because right. that's how my dad was." Right. It's got to be flipped. Exactly. It's um, it's a good um, that's a good point to you know, 
you know, the Bible tells us we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're all sinners. We, you know, there's nobody righteous. No, not one. And, and I think that as you get, you know, Father's Day, as we wind this down today and, and all that, but um, you're right. There are no perfect fathers except the perfect father in heaven. Exactly. And, um, and that's, I think that's why I like that video so well, um, this morning at church because, um, the video was just great. It was yeah. like a minute and a half, but it just pointed to a perfect father. Exactly. And for dads to point the way to a perfect father. Right. And that's really our job. Yep. To point our way to God and just say, Hey, um, you know, even when you talk to Christian or your, 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 your two girls or, or whatever, or any parent, yeah. it's just like, you know, I am not perfect, man. Right. So I'm trying to per- point you to somebody to who, who is who perfect is. and this is who you need to follow. Yep. yep. You know, it's like, um, yeah, you know, you realize that, you know, dads are not, perfect your dad's yep. not perfect yep. my dad's not perfect again you're not perfect yep. i'm not perfect and um it is what it is yeah. and but we can we can point the way to the perfect right. father in right. heaven who tells us what we need to yep. do exactly and so part of that pointing the way to the perfect father is pointing the way to you know accepting his forgiveness but yep. also forgiving people in the process right absolutely um, because you know that's that's what it's all about yeah um but it was a good day, though. It was I, a good day. I enjoyed. I mean, anytime there's a baptism, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a you good know, day. That's a great. We we closed out with singing all the people saying, yeah, "Man, right. it's like, man, what a better song right, to right. sing out of that." Yeah, you know, if you hear any complaints on a baptism day, it's like you're gonna have to. I would just run that person. I'd just throw them in the baptistry. Say, you need to feel the water on right, you, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> it's so good. But I was uh, why why we were kind of uh, winding this down. I pulled up a picture, and um, I'm just kind of getting myself ready. Oh, there it is. The outlaw. The outlaw. Man, the that big looks good. It is. That's a, I, I, I probably shouldn't have done that because I'm really hungry. I'm kind of getting hungry myself. <laughs> right? <laughs> I will, uh, I'll send you a picture of my T-bone too. Yeah, I'll send you a picture of the outlaw. Okay. <laughs> I bet they're probably about comparable sizes too. Those I T-bones bet. that I picked up are. Yeah, what is hefty. the outlaw? Is it like the 18 outlaw ounces? The outlaw is a, it's a, I think it's a porterhouse, isn't it? So it's similar to a T-bone. Is it? I thought mm-hmm. it was a ribeye. The outlaw? Is it not? It might be a ribeye. I thought it was an 18 ounce ribeye. It may be a ribeye. Could be wrong, but I'll confirm that in. today. I do know it's bone it in. It is bone it in. It is the bone in ribeye. And I, I will confirm right. that here in, in about an hour and a half. Yes, so. you will. That's good. They're, uh, yeah. The baked sweet potatoes are good. Yeah. We're going to have baked sweet potatoes today. You know, at this point in juncture of the day when we haven't eaten anything, anything sounds good. I have uh, The only thing I've had today is coffee. You know, fried cicadas sound good right now. Well, maybe not fried cicadas. I would try it. Ugh. I would. Oh, by the way, I went away for a day or so, yeah. uh, like 24 hours or, you know, so to, uh, to kind of get my head together for the fall and work on a couple things. And I did. There were so many cicadas out at the campground. We don't have those like that in Marysville, but I got to tell you, Anita. The only time that she would come out of the camper is if we went to Cracker Barrel or someplace to eat, and she ran to the car. She just hates those things. So I'd go out and like, hey, you want to take a walk? Absolutely not. She just barricaded in that place like it was Fort Knox. That's great. (laughs) Yeah, I don't mind them. They're, you know. Oh, I do. They're just here for a little while, and they'll be gone again for another 17 years or so. Well, you know, I was thinking about that the other day, 17 Mm -hmm. years from now. How old will you be in 17 years? Mm. How are you making me do math? Like you'll be 53? Yeah. 54? Or 52? Uh, no, let's see. I'm 52. No, 53. 53, yeah. 53. How old will you be? You're not, that's, you won't even be as old as I, I am. I'm right not now. quite. Close. I will be 73. Whew. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, that's sobering. <laughs> that is sobering. <laughs> that is sobering. Wish I could go back. <laughs> yeah, I'll be about where you're at. I'll be, well, you know, empty nesters. Uh-huh. You know, unless you guys plan to have a couple more. Okay. I love being a father, but I think I'm good. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that third one that we have is she's a yeah. ball of fire. Yeah. It's like, uh, but she's the same one that just melted my heart when she came running exactly, up to me. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, um, we, uh, our youngest grandchild is Gabriel oh, yeah. and I call him Jack Jack. Yep. And, um, we, we used to call it Kennedy. We, we did Kennedy that call yeah. it Jack, Jackie, Jackie, Jackie or something Jackie. like Yeah. But my, my youngest grandson, Gabriel is cute as a button. This kid is, is absolutely adorable, but I'm telling you what, he is Jack Jack. He can turn on a dime and go into a flame like nobody I've ever seen on this planet. So kids are great though. They are. Yeah. yeah yes, they are. Yeah. Well, you have anything else to close out with? I don't. I just, um, thank you guys for listening again. And if you, um, get a chance, um, you know, pull us up on, uh, RCC Home Church. If you didn't get yeah. to go to church today and where we talk a little bit about what we've talked about yep. today and forgiveness and breaking that down and, um, just a lot of good, um, practical That's things good. in was, life. And, yeah. And then next Sunday, next drop, Sunday, drop the hammer, Romans 13, Romans 13. Submit to the government. What does that actually mean? What is Paul saying there? When you know, so we're going to break that down, and I'm sure I'll get split roasted and tarred and feathered. I'm, but uh, I'm upset. I'm not. Gonna I'll be forgive here. again. Exactly. <laughs> I'm upset. I'm not going to be here. I have to listen to that on the way on the drive back home. That'll be fun. Yeah, I may listen to it a couple times. That'll be even more fun because right? that'll give us something to talk about when we record next Tuesday. Right. That's. We're recording on the. Um, no, that'd be Monday. I won't. Be here. Oh, yeah, we will. Yeah, Monday. We will. We're recording following Monday. weeks, July fourth. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so erase that if you erase heard that. that. So we'll be recording next Monday. Monday, and then the following Follow- Monday we will not record. We're recording on Tuesday. That Correct. will be the sixth. sixth. Yeah. Yep. That'll be good. Yeah. So about you, anything? Uh, any parting shots? No, no. I, we're. I'm excited. I'm. You know, kind of winding down. Had a wedding yesterday right. that I officiated. That was good. You're the weddingator. I'm the weddingator. That's what you text me. You're, yeah. like, you're the wedding. The weddingator. I used to be the wedding singer, like me and Adam Sandler. Used to be the wedding singers, and now I'm hitting a stride where I've got people asking me to officiate the weddings, and it's good. It's it's nice to see you know young couples, right? And and to be able to talk with them and talk about what it what it truly looks like to mm-hmm. be in that covenant relationship. Right. You know, I think we as in, in you know, even in the church, right, have we've lost track of what it truly what a marriage truly looks like. Yep. And the fact that it should be a covenant right. with each other. Right. But also with God. And so it's just I, I get excited. You know, we're hitting you know, hitting a, a stride. You know, Allie and I've been married thirteen years now and so we we like to have the couple over to our house when we do the premarital right. counseling. That's so a good idea. That we, you know, we cook them dinner. Yeah. You know, any chance to get on the Blackstone is good. Oh, and, uh, um, yeah. and, you know, we cook them dinner and we you just can sit have a need night of marriage counsel. Right. I don't care if you're cooking yeah. on the Blackstone, I'll come over. You know, I was talking to counsel her. Counsel away. She acted like you needed it. So, uh, well, she's probably right. <laughs> and I wouldn't deny it if we're have Blackstone. So, right. Exactly. <laughs> but yes, I'm flawed. <laughs> But no, it's good just to be able to pour into to those younger couples right. and right. That's um, good stuff. You know, realizing that that was you know Allie and I um, not too long ago, and there were people that poured into our lives, and so so mm-hmm. it's good. That's a good deal. So really yeah. good deal. But yeah, we're looking forward to going into Virginia. Yeah, that'll so. be good. Have a safe trip. Mom and, and Dad, um, we're coming. Get ready. Yep. 
Yeah, and tell tell your parents hi. Well, I can tell them hi right now. Yeah, so hi, thank listen. you for listening. And but you guys have a good time and on the Chenault uh, vacation. Thank and you. Hope you have a safe trip, and we'll be praying for you. I if appreciate you, it. If you need anything, don't hesitate to call or text. And, Absolutely. And for all of you um, listening again today, thank you for listening. For all of our fathers, happy yeah. Father's Day. Happy and Father's Day. Hope you had a great. Uh, Father's Day and got to enjoy your family or got to just maybe take a nap. I don't know. So. That's I was talking with one father, and that's what he said. He was like, I, I really don't even want to go anywhere, do anything, cook. He's like, I'd be all right if I go sit in my recliner and just go to sleep. You know, that does sound pretty good. So I'm going to I'm gonna day go of home. a dad. I'm going to go home. I'm going <laughs> to prop my feet up for a little bit before we have to go over to to uh, to the in-laws. I'm going to watch a little bit of uh, watch a little bit of golf. Oh, well, that'll put you down. I, I enjoy golf. That puts me down. I enjoy golf, so. But no, it's been a good day, and thank you for hanging around with me and thank you for spending asking your me. Father's Day here doing the the podcast. Oh, and, best Father's Day um, ever! And so again, you know, thanks for everybody just joining in and and listening and being a part of this. You know, I really do feel that, um, you know, we're just inviting you into this into the stream room with us, right? And um, so yeah, it's it's always good to get together and yep. and, and I like getting the messages yeah. afterwards, so. Right. All right. Well, we've taken up enough of your time today, but um, it's been good. Yep. We're looking forward to next week and, we and breaking down Romans 13 oh, when we're done with that. Though. Good, good. Yeah? You ready? <laughs> I'm ready. All right. I'll be praying for you. I don't know if you. anybody else is ready, but I'm ready. <laughs> I'll be praying for you when I'm in the Appalachian Mountains this week. Appalachian. Doing some fishing. Okay, Appalachian. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> yeah, again, yeah, we've we got to teach you Northerners how to right. speak. But, you know, my kids make fun of me because, like, my daughter and my oldest, Jordan, she's like, you say tagger. Because I get that Virginia accent on things. Wow. So I was tagger. Like, tagger. Like Tiger Woods. Um, and and then um, what's the other one that they make fun of me? July. Oh, my goodness. So it's coming up on July 4th. It is that. Yeah, I get that from my mom. She's got the southern accent. So. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. All right. Well, hey, thanks again for joining us on Grounded. And we hope that you'd have a great week. And uh, God bless. Have a good week. Thanks.